Okay, let's play now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we welcome you this morning in our morning. That you by your Holy Spirit open our hearts and focus our mind and that we may see you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, anoint this time that we are in your presence as a, as a church that you will speak to each one of us through your word and that we may not just be hearers but that we may be doers too in Jesus name Amen Okay, if you turn to uh, Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 5 um, started, I started out last week about the that you need to know how the devil works okay and uh, you know it's amazing you know, like i don't know uh, is when i see people put things on facebook and things like that uh, 99 percent of when it comes to faith it gives you a question of that faith is like a comfort level okay there I used to joke with the old people about that in it's one of the Psalms. Now Isaiah, but it's only old people quote that because it's something about that my use of the renewed like the Hebrews and so on. And it's usually only old people quoting these things. And the same thing about that uh, condemned people okay, they always quote Romans 8 And and so many of times it looks like so the impression that what it gives is that faith is like some kind of survival course and uh, when finally ready I die I go home to be with Jesus so while I'm here I'm just supposed to survive no that's not what the purpose is the Bible say that when you became a Christian you are not supposed to survive anymore you should overcome okay you should overcome and one of the biggest challenges for, for, for us when you become believers is that now you cannot navigate through your five physical senses. So like we, we use you even and I think in the charismatics or whatever they call themselves now, they have destroyed the language. So we introducing phrases like I can Jesus is here, I can feel his presence, or whatever it may be, but you know what? It's not biblical. Do you understand? Because you cannot feel Jesus. Because your spirit does not feel. Now, it's your body that feels. And one of the great uh, so but and the devil knows that. And and it's not as even that you and I tempted into operating in by I feel or I I experience and so on and so forth, then you're fighting it on his battleground. And I'm telling you, when you're fighting on his battleground, you will always lose. Okay? The key is that we always need to stay in Christ. Because when we are in Christ, we cannot lose. Okay, uh, he and uh, in, in Thessalonians chapter three and verse five, uh, it says here that for this cause, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you. And the first thing you have to realize is that, and that's maybe where you, you need to understand. The devil cannot make you do anything. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, I, I, I used to offer, I used to operate a lot in deliverance and so on and so on and so forth. And people used to come and say to me that the devil make me do this, the devil make me do that, whatever it is. No, the devil cannot make you do anything. You know, the devil cannot make you sin. You know, because if the devil could make you sin, you don't need to repent. Because it's the devil's fault. It's not me. And it's so important we understand that the devil does not have the power to make you do anything. And for one more wing, wing thing I want to tell you, neither do God. God cannot make you do something you do not want to do yourself. Because if we could do that, what would we, what would we do? Just say, just get saved everyone, and then, then let, let's wrap it all up. Okay? No. He, neither God nor the devil can make us do things that we do not want to do ourselves. The devil, he tried to tempt you to do things that will destroy you. God offers the walk of trust to, for something that can enhance you. Okay. But now we're talking about the devil. Here in the Apostle Paul, he talks about that the devil is the tempter. Okay, and now he's talking to a church that he had founded himself, <coughs> and he's talking. So he's talking to believers, and it's very important we understand that just because you get tempted doesn't mean that you have sinned. Do you understand? Just because you have a thought in your head that is so-called not Christian doesn't mean that you have sinned. Because none of us can control what comes into our head. But what we can control is, are we acting upon it or not? Okay? So, so the first thing we have to understand about the devil, that the way he operates, he always tries to tempt us. And he very often tries to tempt us with something so that he can drag us into the natural. Like last Sunday, I told you about, you know, he was tempting Jesus to prove to him that he was who God said he was. That if you make these stones to bread, if you are the Son of God, make these stones to bread. Okay? We don't need to prove that we are Christians. Do you understand? Know you don't need to say, oh, I, I need to prove I'm a good Christian. No, either you are a Christian or you are not. You know, there's no such thing as a good Christian. You're either a Christian or you're not a Christian. Amen? It's only man who made up all these sophisticated. Uh, uh, variations of faith. I remember many years ago I was in Canada. I was, I don't know, someone came a long way out of whatever it was. But anyway, so he said to me, I'm a non-practicing Catholic. <laughs> so, uh, and, so what, the, and, and, and it's the same thing you can meet Jewish people say, they'll say to you, I'm not religious. Okay, and, and so on. But, but the thing is, and you can also, but this is also prepping to the church, or the believers, so to speak. But what, what you have to understand, either you are saved or you are not. Now, God only operates with sinners, Christian, or uh, saints, okay, and Jews. That's the three categories he operates with. Everything else, if you are Muslim, if you are Hindu, if you are all the other, you are really, you categorize as a sinner. Just like you and I were before we met Jesus. Okay? And uh, so anyway, so the Apostle Paul, he says to these people, I'm a bit worried about you, I'm a bit concerned about you, that if the tempter had tempted you. Okay? And really, this is a whole different story, this is not what I'm going to talk about here, but I just want you to uh, realize 
that the first point of contact you very often have with the devil, he will try to tempt you. Okay? And the temptation is not like a go, no, because every one of us probably has some kind of categorized way of what sin is, but the thing is that the real temptation is that he wants you to move out of the spirit and into the natural. Okay? So like when I became a Christian, when you have to pray in tongues, Although, when you think about it, you have to scream and shout and do all sorts of crazy things in tongues and roll around and do all. And before if you had not lost your voice during the prayer meeting, you had not prayed at all. Okay? So when every Saturday, no one could talk. Because we had had a Friday night prayer meeting. And it, was, and, and it was really, and but it gave us a sensation of feeling that we have done something. Okay? But what we have done, we have been tempted into fighting the battles in the natural. We, we do not know, if someone comes to you with a headache, uh, when you pray, uh, oh God, listen. Someone said, someone comes to oh, I'm diagnosed with cancer. Oh God, I'm out of Like, and we, without us realizing it, we categorize sicknesses. But you know what? It doesn't really matter with God if you have to heal your headache or if you have to heal with cancer. Do you understand? Because it's already done. Amen? You know, you know, like, I used to hear these testimonies from people, and uh, that's why I never want to share my testimony with anyone, because when I, I used to listen to these people, oh yeah, I was at the rug addict, and I smoked this, and I did that, and oh, that, 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 you know what? I remember there was a woman, that she, she had testimony, it was like, oh yeah. and uh, she was a prostitute, and she was a drug addict, and blah, 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 blah. and then, when she was completely broken, she got stuck. I don't know why, how she ended up in Norway, but in the airport. And then she called out upon Jesus, where she got saved. Okay? And me, I said, I didn't want to be a Christian. I said, I didn't want, so that, her testimony sounds so spectacular. Okay? And, but the thing is that in God's eyes, sin is sin. You know, because we all need forgiveness. The hardest people to get saved or get into the kingdom of God are the self-righteous ones. I, 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 I don't know about you, have you ever tested a witness to someone who said, and then after you told them you need to be Jesus, when they say, yeah, but I'm not as bad as him. So they're just deflecting. I was once in an airplane, I was, you know, I always sit in the aisle seat because then I had a congregation of two. They can't move. And when I was sharing with this man, and blah, 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 and I thought, well, I've done a really good job. And then he looked at me and said, my wife needs to hear this. Okay, did you not hear what I was saying? Okay, and, and, and the thing is that he was deflecting. But the thing is, sin is sin. There is no such thing as a big sinner, or a little sinner, or a good sinner, or whatever. It's a sinner and saint. Okay, anyway, uh, if you turn to Genesis chapter 3, this is, uh, this is where... Uh, the devil uh, me to have a conversation with Eve. Do you know what is interesting? And this is a, a something that you see over and over again. But this, 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 it, you know, Eve also heard that they should not eat of that tree. <coughs> Do you understand? But the thing is that the majority of people, when they sing, they are alone. 
When you eat the whole biscuit box biscuits, you are probably on your own because I'm not sharing with anyone. Okay? But Eve, at this time, she had been whatever, I don't know what Adam was doing. Uh, I always consult by Adam. Can you imagine that God created him and when he gives him a job, uh, of all the jobs he gets, he's a gardener. Uh, okay? So he said, took take, take care of the gardener. But, but the thing was interesting about it is that Eve, when the devil comes, is separated from Adam. Okay? Adam is somewhere, but he's not where Eve is. And I'm telling you that you can see you see with, with Moses and Aaron that every time Aaron, who was the high priest, was away from Moses, he became a false prophet. Okay? And when I saw that that, that put the, the fear of God into my life and that do you know what? The, 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 the most dangerous thing for us as believers is to be isolated. Now, I'm not talking about isolation in terms of numbers. I'm talking we can be isolated in our hearts. Okay, you can be in a crowd and you can be so alone. Okay, because you can be isolated in your heart. You know, over the years I've done marriage counseling with a school degree. You know, the, the loneliest people I've met over the years are those who are married. Not those who are alone, but those who are, you know, like me. Uh, this is what my old mentor, he said to me when, when I was a singer, he said, when you get married, and I said, he said to me, God does not put two hearts together. Okay? Because it's multiplication. Okay? You know, because I grew up, you know, I was, and you know, you think, you know, people get married because he's only not I love you, you love me, but you know, when you get older, you find out people get married for all sorts of reasons. Okay? And, uh, but some get married because they're scared of being alone, because they're getting older. And so and I, I, I've had people coming to me and, oh, Pastor, please pray for me, I don't want to be alone. And I pray for God, give him a little head off the husband in Jesus' name. And, and then they come two years later, they say, oh, why am I? So they say, I'm so, why am I not married? And then come two years later, they say, why am I married? Okay, but it's like, the thing is that, no, but my mentor, he said to me, that when it comes to marriage, it's always about multiplication. It's not like when you watch a Hollywood or Bollywood movie, oh, you are my missing part. There was a hole in my heart until I met you. Oh, oh, oh you know what you made me say? This is my better half. Okay? I always, like, but the thing is, when it comes to God, it's multiplication. So if you marry and not being whole, now notice I say whole, not perfect. Whole in Jesus. Okay? But you are whole in Jesus. When if you are if you are not whole in Jesus, let's say you are half then, when you marry another half, and it's multiplication. That's the only mess I know. Okay. You end up with a quarter. You're worse off than before. Okay? And, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's so important that if a, a big part of the Christian life is that I belong somewhere. That I have fellowship, that I'm not just me and Jesus, I'm a lone ranger, God, because uh, Jesus told me this, God told me that, do it, but, but, you know, that. And you know what? 99.9.9999, and you can add that many nines on two after it, is not God. Okay? As I usually say to people, it's amazing all these people who can hear from God. It's always about something that is not important. Oh, 
Jesus showed me that. I shouldn't have a, have a, a COVID vaccination. I read someone else. Jesus showed me. I should. Okay, now be confused. Maybe God is not talking to you about things like that. Maybe it's up to you to decide. Amen. You know, like I, I told you, I've, I've been at McDonald's with some people. I was when I was back to work. I was standing behind this guy, and he got to worry about this. I said, what are you doing? I'm praying what, what I should offer. And like, that's just spirituality. That's just stupidity. Do you understand? God, do you know what? You'll be amazed to see how many choices God let you make. But many of times we use the phrase, I need to pray for it because I do not want to take responsibility. But you know what? The first step for authority is responsibility. And I learned, I, I learned this thing in my walk with God. You know what? God has got to Kirk, do this. Okay, I'll do this. Okay, Kirk, do that. Okay. You know, I, I don't have this thing that God told me to do this or do that. Maybe every once in a while, but, but this is not how it works. I, I live my life from the point of that it's always a green light. And then I do it. And if I shouldn't have done it, I'm telling you, I find out quickly. And that's where we have the gift of repentance. Amen. You don't be scared of making mistakes. That's a part of life. Okay? You know, it's, it's similar to, oh, I never make a mistake. No, you most of you, you never done anything. Though. So, uh, it's like the, you know, the good one in church, and you go to church. How many have ever lied? I mean, not me! You just did. <laughs> okay. But, 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 the fellowship, the entrance for the devil to communicate with E was that he was separated from Adam. Okay? You know, but, I believe that this is an attack very much when, when, when there's so many people who say God told me this and God told me that and God told me this and God this that because the fruit of that is isolation because now I can hear from no one apart from me do you understand? and do you know what is, what is interesting is the devil is very religious you know, he will use religious uh, conduct to deceive you. You know, he, he's not going to come to you and say, Hello, Jerry, I'm the devil. Do what I'm telling you. Well, okay. You know, that's too obvious, isn't it? You know, another name for him is he's the deceiver. Okay? But how do you deceive a person? You have to add a bit of truth. Okay? If I say, the, the moon is made of green cheese. You know, it is. Don't put it in <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Don't put it. Yeah, you know, there has to be a certain truth in it. A little bit of truth in it. And he's a deceiver. So what, the way he will attack you, know, when you look at church history, it is so embarrassing what we as a, the church as an institution has done. Do you know, at the first crusade to Jerusalem, the Pope, he
He opened all the prisons in Europe, <coughs> all the criminals, were, you, know, you name it, were, whatever bad people in the prisons, they were told, if you go on the crusade, all the sins are forgiven. And that's why the first crusade, when they came to Jerusalem, it was like a slaughterhouse. Because you, they were not Christians, I'm telling you. When the Vikings baptized the, the Danes, then they, if you didn't want to get baptized, you would lose your head. So what, do you, what choice do you have? Do you want to be baptized, or do you want to be a head shorter? Oh, I want to be baptized. <laughs> well, as an institution, the church, we have really believe, and it's the devil who works through that. Okay? You know, in, in Rome, I don't know if some Catholic churches are still doing it. In the olden days, the Catholic church, the priest, he always ministered. He's, can you imagine you come to the church, and, the, and the, the priest, he speaks in Latin. And you can't even read the language of your own. He speaks in Latin. And not only that, when he turns his back to you. Okay? And it, it, it kept people strangled. Okay? And this is not Christianity. But this thing about what God showed me this and God told me that and so on, what, what it does to people is that they become isolated in their heart. And many of them, they go weird. Okay? That, because God showed me this and God showed me that. And, and what we're showing, what we what, 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 what we end up, it becomes more and more and more extreme. It, 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 that is, that for, for an outsider, what you see, is completely ridiculous. But for an insider well, who's in it can't see it because when you're deceived, you can't see you're deceived. Amen? No, you can't say, oh yeah, I'm deceived. No, you're not. Oh, yes I am. No, because we know. No, I, I, my, you know, I, when I was a preacher and I spoke to many years ago, the last thing I said to them was, the biggest problem, the, uh, the biggest trouble with deception is you don't know. And the next day, it all went really, really bad. Okay? So the devil, he's he looking for someone who is isolated. Okay? So always make sure in your heart that your heart is always a part of something. Okay? I know it, and, and that's why we have to be careful with thing about that. You know, there's a lot of preaching that tells you about that, oh, you are unique, you are unique, you are wonderful, and you are. Okay? But you're not so unique that you're the only one who's unique. Amen? That's why it's good to have siblings, isn't it? When you find out, when you, you, when you think you're unique, you find out quickly that you are not that unique. Your brothers and sisters' ministry is to put you in place. Okay? And so, so, all, so, the, the, so the first guard you have for your heart is never be isolated. Okay? You know, in Ephesians, or in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, he talks about the body of Christ as an army. Not army, army. <laughs> uh, as an army, okay? Mm. Not rainbow, army. Okay? Can you, you know, one man is not an army. Do you understand? Know there has to be more than one man to be an army. Okay? And 
and and and what because there is a part I mean, that there's something that is created in us as human beings to be together. That's why when you see people who goes to uh, drug gangs, become members of drug gangs or motorcycle gangs and so on, why do they do that? Because they need a place where they belong. Okay? You know, don't you think it's interesting that in, in a world with social media, with a world where we can connect with anyone again, people have never been as lonely as they are now. You know, it's really weird, you know, that we become so isolated. In the olden days in England, they used to have the living room pointing towards the street. Now, many houses, the living room are pointing towards the garden. So, no one knows anyone. Okay. I met the previous house we lived in, there was uh, many years ago. I mean, suddenly one day, I realized there was a Christian woman down the street, but it was a bit funny. <coughs> Every time I saw her, <coughs> she said, Have you watched Benny today? Have <laughs> you watched Benny? <laughs> oh, it was the first name. Have you watched Benny? First, I didn't know what you meant, Benny. Do you know the first time I heard the name Benny Hill? I thought it was Benny Hill. <laughs> you know who Benny Hill is? Yeah. I, I thought, has he got saved? Benny Hill? <laughs> this funny little man? <laughs> but anyway, so, but, but the first thing is, all the first, you know, that you and I, you have to understand our Christian life, we don't just live for ourselves. We are here to protect one another. Do you, do you understand? You know, but when you get married, that's why you cannot get married without witnesses. Why? Because if you go crazy in your head somewhere down the line, and say, oh, no, 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 I didn't want to get married. Oh, no, I and the witness can stand up and say, no, oh, I was there. Yeah, you were stupid, but you're not out of mind. I actually said that to someone. It was so funny. I asked, do you love him? No. So why did you marry him? God told him. Okay, stupid, just go away. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, no, you, you'll be a, you, I'm telling you, I'm going to write a book. The stupidest thing a pastor has ever been asked. Okay. I have people come up to me, Pastor Quirk, should this be my husband? How should I know? Do you want me to prophesy? The Lord says, you are in love. I am, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I like what Rodney Howard Brown he said. You know, because, you know, the life church used to be a part of something we called the shepherding movement um, back in the 60s, 70s. And they couldn't, you know, you had to go and ask the elders. They didn't call them pastors or whatever, so if you could get married. And they want to know everything about you. Bank account, you know Actually, maybe you shouldn't do John, no, anyway. And so also this thing about management. I mean, John, uh, what now, what is it? I mean, people ask me who I should marry. I don't care. I'm not going to live with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can marry, you can get my blessing for him because it's you who's going to live with them, not me. 
Okay, I mean, I mean, it's so, Christians, we are so funny, you know, when I grew up, in, when I became a Christian, it was a big thing, it will probably come back, because they used to come back in circles, that women were not allowed to wear makeup. Jezebel, you know, because Jezebel was painted in her face. So when I became a Christian, I thought, I'm never getting married. Because when I saw these people, and Kevin Hagen, he said that about makeup, how can I preach against something that can do some good? <laughs> you know, we know. The first morning you wake up, ah, who's that? What, <laughs> Jerry? No, but there's so many religious things that are prevailing. But what I'm telling you, there's only three instructions for early church you're receiving from the apostles is no sex before marriage, don't eat animals that they die by itself, and when the third one, live well! See, you want everything else, the Holy Spirit will guide you. Not total, say, do this, it will guide you. If you see about Simeon, uh, when Jesus was baptized, uh, sorry, not baptized, circumcised, it says a Simeon had an unction Okay? An unction to be at the temple. He didn't say, oh, the Holy Spirit told me I need to be at the temple at four minutes past three. Because that's where Joseph and Mary would show up. No, he was just getting on day to day. He had a heart that was dedicated to Jesus. And you know what? Like the Holy Spirit leads you without you even realizing it. Okay? The heart, you know, that many of you who have to pray and pray and God, you know what? Really, it's not faith, it's fear. It's insecurity. You and I must have the confidence in that, you know what? If God did not say no, I can have the confidence in that He approves it. Amen. And you know what? Many of the choices that you make, because you're reading the Word of God, because you're walking with Jesus, they automatically, without you maybe even realizing it, is in line with the will of God for your life. Okay? I don't think you wake up every morning, yeah, how do I mock an old woman today? How can I do something nasty today? How can I do something? No, none of us wake up like that. Because you have the Holy Spirit, you have the nature of God within you. So rest in that and just be led by Him. Okay? You don't need to prove anything. Just rest in Him. You, you are, you, you, when, you, when you realize I'm just the beloved child of the living God. Amen? And then whatever you do in days where you can assume this is a part of the will of God for my life. Now when Jesus said, not my will but yours, now this is when he was in a specific situation where he had to lay down his life in the garden get somebody where he just before the crucifixion. And he did not want to do it. Okay? That is a different step. That is like, you know, we are opening situations like that we have to make some choices. Okay? We, it, it, have you, I don't know about you, but you came to him. It did not say, did you have a writing on the wall there? Go to UK. No, you, things fell into place. And you acted upon it. Okay? You didn't have to listen. But sometimes you pray, okay, if it's this or this, you know, we, not, we don't know. And then say, your will be done, not mine. 
Okay? Don't pray that prayer when it comes to healing, because you already know the he- no, prayer, will of God. Don't pray that prayer when it comes to money. So, you know, there are many things where you don't need to say that because you already know the will of God. Okay? That's why I pray that prayer every time you meet in mom. Your will be done. I take off my cross daily and follow you. At least there's one blessing. I don't understand Chinese. But it works! <laughs> Maybe I should speak in tongues with Carter. I don't know what I mean, probably, I find out what I'm saying in tongues if she smacks me. <laughs> okay, I'm not waiting. <laughs> anyway, but, but back to this week, always stay connected. Okay? You know, if you are, no matter how strong and ancient urge you have that God showed me, or whatever, never come to a place where someone cannot say to you, no, I don't think it's God. Okay? Because the Bible says that every prophecy, meaning every word that we hear from God, has to be judged. Okay? Not just not to say you are wrong, but just to protect you. Do you understand? I'm telling you, there have been many times where I thought, oh wow, this is great. I really believe really, really, really this is God. And then somewhere down the line, I found that was not God at all. That was my emotions, that was my feelings, my, my mood at the time, and so on. Okay? And really what it was was just emotions. And but the Bible says that there are two or three witnesses and judge it. And if people don't want to be judged about it, if they cannot handle it, say, I don't think it's God. <clears throat> now you can say it's not God. Because it's not the spirit of the Holy Spirit. But you know, we have had preachers all the years in this church. I mean, I had to call them afterwards and correct them because they want to prophesy over people, you know, in private or listening to the I got that word for you. And then, no, and if you have a word, it has to be public. Why? Because you can get it wrong. Amen? And I'm telling you, that some of these people, they did not want to receive the correction. And you know, that it is, the word of God is a two-edged sword, the, the book of Revelation says. Okay? So when people just read that, they got it, you know, it's a two-edged sword. It cuts both ways. And because of, now, you are, you always got into phase one, I'm in isolation because I cannot be just. If I can't be just, I'm not protected. So my mind just becomes one big garbage place for the devil to dump anything upon you. Okay? And he will give you a lot of religious stuff that you're thinking. Okay, anyway, if you found Genesis chapter 3, say, I better read this quickly. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast. Have you not? No, he's more subtle. Another thing I found with the devil, the way he attacks me, uh, and, not, and the other session, it is flattery. Flattery, okay? He will flatter you to pull you into a position where you do not belong. Now, I have people calling me and say, Oh, Pastor Kurt, you understand me far more than my own pastor. Oh, I knew it. I knew it at that. 
That's why I'm calling you. You're so full of wisdom. You're, you can really hear from God. <laughs> no, but reflect me, pulls me into a position. I mean, Pastor, I'm doing this and I'm struggling with this. And now, if I give advice, but they will put me into a position where I do not belong. Do you understand that? So when someone from another church asks me for advice, I say, go to your pastor. Yeah, yeah, but you're so anointed. You think so? Oh. Yeah, but, but if I go in and give advice, I catch the bait. And now, I'm in an area where I do not belong. Because that person is not a, I'm not that person's pastor. Do you understand? And therefore, I cannot give advice. Okay? But many of times people get pulled into it, and now what happens is, I'm pulled into an area where there is no protection. Do you understand? You know that my, for all of us, the most important thing is we always stay in position. Now, like now, we're going to have a it's going to be council election next month. Now it's not so bad. Next year, the national election, and both parties, all parties, they always try to get some kind of a stone, the musician or whatever. You know, vote Labour. As long as it's a celebrity, well, okay, because. And because of, and because then he thought, wow, he's famous and he vote for that. I'm going to vote that for too. Okay? No, he might be gifted in one hand, but it doesn't mean he knows anything about politics. You understand? You know, like we see with advertising, whatever sports thing, and they advertise it for this better than the other. I notice there's no celebrities who want to advertise for links. You know, the the old one. Have you? No celebrities want to advertise for that. It's always a nerd. <laughs> but, but the thing is, always stay in position. You know what? It's, you know, what protected me many times is that the people that said this to me and said, you know what, I'm sorry, I can't advise you. Okay? I'm even careful of who I pray for. You know, prayer is not just like you get a shock on it. You know, the authority lies in that I'm in position. If you are a nurse, you can't go to St. James and say, let me do this here, I'm a nurse here. I thought you were working well. Yeah, I do, but I'm a nurse. How long have you been a nurse? Five years. I've been oh, five years. I'm kids older than you. <laughs> You know, but you will not be allowed to practice, you, you will malpractice, because now you are out of position. It's not a question about you are a nurse or not. Do, do you understand? But many Christians, they get pulled into this. You know, but, I, 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 and that's why, I, if, if we honest, many of times, it does not work. I think sometimes we say, oh, let me pray for you. When you hear someone, it's because we, we don't know what to do, so then we pray and then we can stop the conversation and talk about something nicer. Okay? But, but we, 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 this is not what we call to do. I have responsibility for those I have been entrusted. 
Okay, that's why I listen to Jerry Kim, I don't sleep at all. I'm praying every night. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> you know, that one came when Mommy came, this no his wife. But I have responsibility for those people, not for anyone else. Do you understand? The Bible says that when I'm one day going home to be with Jesus, I have to give an account to Jesus. So when, when the last one of you goes home to be with Jesus, I say, finally, I've been waiting a long time. Okay? But, but, but because you take that responsibility, God gives you the authority. But so the position always stay in position. Now I'm not only this is not physical, this is by heart. Do you understand? We don't connect physically, it's not about a it's about the heart connection. And so so anyway, so so we come to <laughs> so we what we do. Now we say was more subtle, yeah, subtly about flattery. So be careful when people flatter you. Okay? You know that there is a sound that says all I have all my sources in you, Lord. Okay? Because we, 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 this is what I talked about identity, that we need to all you know my, uh, my need to be uh, I need for identity, for value, to be loved, to be secure, to be safe. Uh, these are all human needs that is valid, we need to have them fulfilled in Jesus. No, Jesus says you are loved. Jesus says you are okay. Jesus says you are valued. Jesus says you are you are worthy. Okay, not because someone or some some thing you have. It's Jesus who evaluates you. Okay. Sorry, I'm still not sure about that. <laughs> okay, honey, what are you not sure about? <laughs> Sorry. So he said unto the woman. So he said unto the woman. Now he did say unto Adam. He said unto the woman, and he said unto the woman, Yea, I don't know if we can speak King James. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in America, yo. <laughs> okay, yo. Okay. But now he's not speaking to her because he's a woman, he's speaking to her because she's isolated. Okay, I, I, so anyway, so you shall not eat of no. And he said unto the woman, You have God, uh, yea, have God said. Now notice again, this is the same pattern as with Jesus. You shall not eat of, notice what I'm saying, of every tree of the garden. Mm. Every tree, you should not eat of every, every tree here. You should be fasting. Or whatever you may see. No, God said mystery, okay? But here, but then say, did God really say? Not any three. And do you know what he wants? He wants a communication. No, but one of the biggest attacks on my mind is when the devil wants to reason with me. Or we can we can call it worry. Have you ever lied down at night time? <coughs> Or it's dark and your eyes are just like and the devil is bombarding your mind and, and, and he's trying to reason. Can you not see this? Oh, and you know that he can and you know he's a good painter. He can paint these amazing pictures about everything that can go wrong. 
Have you ever I, I used to lie down in my bed and just and they would just ba 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 until I listened to a man called John Everson. He said, you know what you should need to do if you have that, don't lay down there, get out of your bed and tell the devil who he is. Okay? Yeah, but it's so nice and warm down here, but yeah, but but you don't want to you, you need to respond, but not in communicate. Because many of them say, Oh, this is good, it's good, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I meant to mention ten other people. You know what? They had this kind of shit. Oh, okay. No, don't reason with him. He can only tell lies. If the devil tells you this, going to get wrong, rejoice. Why? Because he cannot tell you the truth. Amen. He is the liar. Oh, you're not going to make it. Who told you the devil? Is he the liar? Yes. So I don't believe you. Do you know what? Remember again, he can understand how he cannot make you sin. What he's trying to do through temptation and deception is to make you act on what he says. And now, because we are so we, we want to do you know what? You can feel so good and be on your way to hell. I don't know, I read something, I don't know if you call it right, because I never tried it. But they say about frogs, that you can put them in water, and when you slowly heat up the water, they don't experience it. Because it had, and probably gone, it, it boiled. But because it happens gradually, the body adjusts I, do you know, ah, oh, nice water. Oh, wow, I'm completely wet now. But you know, the other, but the, the, the devil is a liar. When you, if you can catch this thing, the devil cannot make you do anything. You know what? You have the power over the devil. He has lost all his power, all his weapons. Jesus took that away from him on the cross. Okay? Then Jesus said, it is finished. He didn't say, you are finished. It is finished. I'm not from Finland. <laughs> <laughs> you are finished. No, I'm not. I'm from the Philippines. Say <laughs> okay. okay. it next time when you're in an airplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't serve food and wine, do we? Uh, okay. Anything, I Wait, next time you go to when we take the train. Are you finished? No, I'm the Filipino. See what they say. I, I feel sorry for the Finnish airline. They probably heard that joke many times. <laughs> okay. Oh, anyway. So, you have God with No, and he said once Have God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He always exaggerates. Okay? But because of we 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 grew up listening so much to our emotions, you have to understand the devil the part of this attack is he makes you feel important. Okay? Because when you make you feel important, then he has the entrance. Okay? Did God really say every tree? You know what? 
when, when it comes to time, I've heard that many times. I relate it abuse to my life. Oh! God just want all your money! Okay? That's not what he said. But this is what the devil said. And now, if you don't know the word of God, now you go into a conversation on his level. Remember what Jesus did? He said, it is written. What did Eve say? And the woman said unto the servant, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. So she starts communicating with his level. Never go down to the level of God. When you communicate with the devil, it is in command and in orders. Amen? It is get behind me, Satan, or get out of my way in Jesus' name. That's how you communicate with the devil. I know when you some you people you think you can talk to the dog and the dog understands you. I don't want to burst the bubble, okay? <laughs> but when you communicate with the devil, you don't communicate with him at his level. He is below you. Okay? You are not you are not equals. Do you understand? You are the son of the living God. He is at best, at his peak of his career, he was an archangel. But even at that, he's below you. Now he's Lucifer, the fallen angel. Now he's even further down. That's why you met once when you get saved. When you're on your way up, he was on his way down. Woo! Amen? So don't commute, don't start communicating with him. Oh, you're not going to be here. Yes, I am, David. No, don't communicate with him. Just throw the word of God into his face. That's the sword of the spirit. If you in Revelation, there is vision done yet of Jesus where the sword comes out of his mouth. And it says it's the word of God. So when you speak the word of God to the devil, it's as the spirit, the sword of the spirit. That's the sword of the spirit. It's not a plastic sword. You understand? Know you know, I've been to intercessory meetings. Let's spiritual warfare and then they pull down the plastic swords. What's going on here? Ah, go, go, go. <laughs> so I start playing for the husbands. Jesus did Jesus he used he spoke the word. He didn't go into reasoning, explaining, because you don't need to explain. Amen. So Eve said, and the woman said unto the servant, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. She started the communication. And don't communicate with the devil. You know that the devil is so so subtle, there are even Christians who who start teaching things like Oh, the, the God had forgiven Judas and so on and so forth as stupidity, said, because it's just the nature of it. No, God has not forgiven. Judas condemned himself by betraying Jesus. Okay? But it's the lies of the devil, the lies of the devil, always, he always lies. And the moment you start communicating with him like the Eve did here, now you're on his territory. Because he is very articulate. He is very good at reasoning. He is very intelligent. He is very bright. And he's probably also very handsome, the Bible says. 
You know, the Bible says that he fell because he was so beautiful that he looked at himself. I say, oh, see how amazing what is. Okay? When you start looking at yourself, always have a warning sign because maybe it's the devil who makes me look at myself. God never wants you to look at yourself. He wants you to look at him. Amen? He is our mirror image, not ourselves. Him. So, but, but, but you can see how subtle religion is because in our culture, it's pious to say, oh, I'm a nobody. Oh, wow. Jesus, I'm so humble. I just want enough for what I need. Then I'm blessed. Wow. Such a pious person. No. That's not piety. That's ignorance. Amen. What did Jesus say in John 10? 10? I have come to give you life more abundantly. Now even your physical body is an example of God's abundance. You only need one kidney up in so. You've got two. Amen. I know people only got one eye. You still got two. Amen. And when I know people who use both eyes, I can't see anything anyway. You know what? I was going to say that. I don't want to say that here. Okay. So, so see, don't go into a conversation with him. Just give him the word of God. I'm telling you, the devil, he knows Psalm 91 from me. I'm telling you, I've thought of that to him many times. Okay? Oh, oh, what, what happened? What happened? What? You know, I, I don't know if you remember that. In the early days of COVID, I had this interview with the pastor from Spelco. I mean, there's something like that. Hey, you can have COVID, I mean, gone. What? I mean, it's like, my. Okay? And then, uh, when they were saying, did you hear what he said? You're going to be coming in a week. When, when, when I had to find Psalm 91, quote Psalm 91, a thousand might fall on one side and ten thousand on the other side, but he shall not come near me. Amen. Amen? Don't start reasoning, yeah, but that's not what he meant. No, 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 I don't need to explain anything to the devil. Amen? I just need to slap him with the Bible. Okay? So it's okay to be a Bible guy when it comes to the devil. Okay, don't do it to people. Okay? Now, another thing that is... No, anyway. No, that will probably take the next. So, and so and the servant said unto... And the servant... Now, see, the communication is starting now. And the servant said unto the one, you shall not surely die. You shall not. You shall die. What? What, what he's been... There is no consequences. Because God will forgive you. You know what I learned? God forgives you for your sin. Okay? But sometimes it takes time to undo the consequence. Do you, do you understand? It's not that God has not forgiven you, you are, but you have to understand where it's a a, the sin has a consequence even if you have been forgiven. And that's why the Bible warns us to stay away from sin. It's not that sin cannot be forgiven. It's because of what I find. Sin steals the most expensive currency that we have. 
Verse 10. Amen? You know that you can, you, you can lose money and you can earn some more. You can lose friends and get new friends. Whatever it may be, but you can lose time and you cannot get it back. So, if I'm in my rebellion to God, I say, no, I want to do this. And God said, I don't think you should do that. Yes, I want to do it. Of course, and I do it. And, what do I, and then I found out a year down the line when I was wrong, said, God, forgive me. And God will forgive me. But I lost a year of my life pursuing something that I was not supposed to pursue. And yet God told me right at the beginning. So I repent, God forgives me, but I still have the consequence. Isn't it? I don't get a year back. It's not okay. I forgive you. You're 24 now. Bing! Yes. Amen. <laughs> God opened their eyes. <laughs> but, you know, that's the problem with sin. The other thing with the problem with sin is that it's very often the innocent who pay the price. Amen? That's why God hates sin. Because the, 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 the same problem is not that you cannot be forgiven. That's not the problem. But the problem is that the consequence. Yeah, I remember many years ago, there was a woman in America. She was on death row in, in America, in Texas. And uh, she had killed a person who was so horrible, the way she killed that person. And when while she's in prison, she got the death penalty. And but while she's there, uh, she she gets saved. She become a Christian. And I'm telling you, they showed the pictures of her when she came in, and then how she looked now. It was a complete transformation. Okay, but and then there was a lot of people who tried to uh, appeal for her not to have the death penalty and so on, and she didn't appeal because she she said I I I, I she she knew that Jesus has forgiven her. But she also knew there was consequences of what she had done. Do you understand? She didn't try to get away with anything. And it's very important. You know, if, if someone betrays you or let you down, yes, the Bible says forgive them. But that's not for their sake. Yeah, I used to think, when God said, forgive them. No, I don't, because if I forgive them, it sounds like they're getting away with it. Okay, no. The thing is, when you forgive them, they stop punishing you. And the people who we do not forgive, they're still hurting us. Okay? So we're not forgiving for their sake. We are forgiving for our sake. Because if we don't forgive, we don't release. And that means that pain they have caused us is still there. So, but that does not mean now that the relationship is the same. Do you understand? If someone has betrayed you, and you forgive them now, it doesn't mean now we are best friends again. That's not what it means. Peter had to work very hard to become the Pope again after he cursed him. Oh, I don't know him, Jesus of Nazareth. So what, what, what happened with Jesus came to him and said, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Jesus. Peter, do you love me? And you know, he had he has to be you know, has to, the trust that was lost has to be earned back. Do you understand? 
And it, it's so, uh, so and, and I, because I have to, some people say, yeah, because I've seen people who've been so hurt and they don't understand what, what, what I'm telling you, I may think, oh, we have to, how oh, everything is saying, no, it's not the same, you cannot be friends again. Do you understand? Because, I, yes, you're forgiven, but that does not mean restoration of relationship. Necessarily. Right? Well, you know, and uh, so, anyway, so, uh, so, verse 4, the devil starts, now he got Eve where he wants it. Because now we are in his playground, his battlefield. You know, in warfare, is the, the biggest thing is, they always get the enemy to fight on your, on your terms. Okay? And this is what the devil wants. He wants you to come into the natural, shed your body, are you healed? Uh, how do you feel? And, uh, you know, I'm not healed. Okay? No? Stay By his stripes, I have been healed. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh, I feel so useless. No, you can do things all. Your emotions are not will betray you all the time. You know, sometimes you think, oh, no, 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 no. Don't ask your emotions. Tell your emotions. Like Spade Wigglesworth, Mr. Wigglesworth, how are you today? I said, I tell Mr. Wigglesworth how it feels. I'm glad I was not around yesterday. What? Yeah, I, I, if you went to Spade Wigglesworth, you wouldn't get a break. Because anything you said, he would say, <laughs> <laughs> Okay? Could you imagine he invited you out to eat? I mean, stands up, something in the middle of wisdom. I noticed no one is saying grace for the food here, so let me do it for you. I'm telling you, if I was me with him. <laughs> he took the glass, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> then went after me, so when he stood up and said, stand up again and said, now we fed our bodies, now we need to feed our spirits. So he take the Bible, reading the Bible from the whole West one. I'm telling you, if he came and asked me, do you want to go out and eat? No, 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 I'm just... <laughs> I'm just after leftovers at home. <laughs> anyway, but always... And this is where we need one another. Okay? Because we all get tempted into this. Do, do you understand? No, but, and it's not about knowledge. It's not about how long you've been a Christian. It's not about... It's something we need all the time. When I, when I broke my leg, and uh, after six weeks, when they came back, I came back, they had to take the x-ray, and then the consultant said to me that, you know, I, I don't think it was very encouraging. Can you imagine you have a consultant with your leg, and his name is, his name is Mr. Limp. So he said to me, I should just carry on what I'm doing, or so on. But, he, but what he thought he said to me, well, well, I should start putting some weight on it. But that's not what he said, but that's what he wanted in his nose. So I didn't put any weight on my leg, which meant the, the, the bone was not started rubbing. So when I came, six weeks later, I saw Mr. Lim. <laughs> Mr. Lim wants to see you. 
Oh, it was an interesting time. I, and I got all these prophecies on them. Where uh, people called me, wrote to me. Oh, I see. You are like Jacob when God talks to me. And I said, I knew it would come. <laughs> I knew it would come. Anyway, so then we took the x-ray and my leg had not grown together at all. And, I, and for me, it was like, I was really, really, really not impressed. Because the moment that happened, uh, memory, you know, pictures in my head came like new operation. Uh, I do not like to be put in anesthetics, you know. Uh, I don't like that. You know, I don't, and uh, and uh, and uh, what was it? And all sorts of things. Like uh, I will never be able to walk proper again, and so you know, all these things came. And I'm telling you, yet had to read the scriptures. You have me preach about over and over and over and over because we need fellowship. If I had said no, I need to be alone with Jesus. I'm telling you, he would have destroyed me. I'm telling you. And he said, yeah, but you don't know, but I don't need to know. I need to hear. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that someone, we can, we can, that when someone says something to you, everyone, they can lift you. You, it's not that you didn't know, but it's because you hear it from someone else. That's why we must be, Adam here, he was not, if Adam had been there, he could have, he could have protected, rebuked the devil. Okay, we can talk about Adam another time of why he wasn't there. Okay, but now it is this is what so so for God does know that in the day you eat it up and uh, so now we say verse five for God knows so now he brings revelation. God is holding back for me. That's why you mustn't do that. Have you I know the devil comes to it to me about that many times. No, because you know, you can't do this. Oh God, is taking it. He doesn't want you to enjoy life. God, you can't say you can only eat one biscuit. Uh, you can have the whole box. Ah, uh, yeah, God does not want you to enjoy food. <laughs> Just eat porridge every day. Holy food. It's the Quakers who make it. <laughs> You know, I, I also wonder, the Quakers, you know, you know the Quakers were Christians, of all the food they want to say, why porridge? <laughs> so, anyway, but he, he started, now he's starting to Im paint an image of God that is taken from you. Okay? You know what, we have all heard that voice. God is never a taker. God is a Giver. But because we sometimes we measure God from the natural, it can look like he is a taker. But he isn't. That is what we call most of so with tears, they shall read with joy. Amen. So so anyway, so he said, uh, let me say, and therefore, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now this uh, but the thing is they were already like gods. Amen? Because Adam and Eve, what were they? Made in the image of God. 
But now notice here in the value says God is spelled with little g. In original is it uses the name Elohim. Now you want to understand this. God is a Elohim, but not all Elohim are gods. Elohim is a spirit being. Okay? So now I said you should be like Elohim. No. But the thing is, you are all, you are already. It's like Last 40 days and 40 nights you will be healed. You know what? It sounds really good. But the truth of the matter is, you already are. Amen? Because we are not defined by what we feel, we are defined by His Word. But what the devil wants us to do, he wants us to earn something that we already got. But here, the devil paints a picture, you haven't got it. And you know what, you have that watched many times. We need to pray more. We need to do more so that God can do this. We need to do that so God can. And it's all to do with that God hasn't done it. But God has already done it. Amen? Jesus is resting. Now, what are we going to do with it? Amen? But the devil has been so subtle and he slipped into our way of thinking, into our way of practicing our faith and so on. So many of the things, it's not really God. It's culture and traditions. And we see other people doing it, and yet, how dumb are we? We look at them, and it didn't work for them, and we're still doing it. You know, I, mean, I know people who have been prayed for so many times, they lost all their hair. Okay? Lay hands on them. Okay? And I just know that. It's not you lay hands on people. The Bible says in James that you lay hands on them and then the prayer of faith shall be. Okay? But not, we are basically just releasing what is already ours. <coughs> and we, so. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and when the woman saw that the tree was good, so what he done, he managed to make a focus upon that one thing. Tunnel vision. We all try it, haven't we? Oh, I can't even have it. I can't even have it. I can't even have it. You know, we, you know and when, once we got it, the whole thing, the whole excitement is gone. Okay? We, but at the moment, we got tunnel vision. And when the woman saw that the tree was good, good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, so notice, emotional is the eyes. He paints pictures. He wants you to see his, okay? Good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Again, now, he's never going, this is the devil, he, he's never going to attack you with something that is obviously looking bad. Do you understand? Never going to do that. To be desired to make one wise, no, pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took off the food well and did eat. And so, and now, if you if she had stopped just there, we would still have been running around naked in Iraq. Because she's not sinned. 
She's not saying him. But the whole thing leads up to that one thing where she takes the food. And she ate it. And as I told you again, it's not an apple. It's a fruit. And I'm telling you, I think it's a banana. <laughs> so what happened was, Eve took the banana, when finally Adam come, Eve, what are you doing? That's why we think we come from the monkeys, okay? That's from what no where we come But the thing is that oh, if she has if she had known, she had not seen it. And yet she entertained it, entertained it. No, but the thing is, because she started looking at it and the devil got the focus, and you know what? The devil is not straightforward. He didn't say, Ah no, you can't eat up a tree. He said, No, no, you can't eat up any of the tree. I had another problem with one. And now she got the focus upon that one. And now, without her knowing, he manipulated her to see that. She couldn't even notice that one tree, paid attention to it before. Right? But the devil managed by a diversion to get her to focus on something she never focused on before. And it's the eyes. Okay? He wants you. Because the eyes pays imaginations. Okay? So with David when he was uh, on, this, uh, on the rooftop and then Bathsheba uh, was uh, showering with eyes. That was the entrance to the imagination. And yet, you know, if, if, he, if he had managed to stop himself, he had not seen it. It was the, the, the moment, and that's where we very often that we can stop one another, we can protect one another. Okay? But of course, we can't force anyone. If someone wants to sin, you, you have to let go. Okay? You cannot manhandle someone. Ah, we lock you up in. Okay, we can't do that. If we, because, and that's where you find you can warn them, and that's it. You can't manhandle them. We lock you up in Jesus' name. Do it. Do it. You can't do that. Okay? Because people are people either, uh, have you noticed that God treats us as adults? He, he will say to me, Kurt, don't do that. If you do it, I slap you five times. No, he doesn't do that. Because if I do it, he knows I'll get slapped anyway mm-hmm. by my sin. <laughs> so he don't need to slap me. I'm, I'm talking, oh God, I know I can do it. Bang! But what just happened here? I said, I told you, you get slapped if you do it, but it wasn't me who slapped you, it was your sin who slapped you. It was your stupidity who slapped you. If your lack of hearing ear that slapped you. Do you understand? It's not God punishing you. But what can God do if I have decided in my heart, I want it? Okay? And then people say, oh my God told me to do it. God told me. No, no, no. You know I'm telling you? We, we can. God, you know what? As I said, God will let you make your own decisions. And I'm telling you, that's why God got white hair. Because he says something else. <laughs> 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 when I see God, I see conversation with it used to be all black until he became a Christian. <laughs> and I had to put an extra verse in the Bible 
God now sleeps us slumber because Kurt does not behave. <laughs> no, no, but that's always been in the Bible. Then, but it's okay. But do you understand? It's so important that 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 uh, that protection, and that's where that when we put, you know, we have to. And I think there's one thing we have to be careful because protection has to be done in love. Okay, and which means one one once we have said it, there's nothing more we can do. Even if you wanted to, we can't. Have you noticed sometimes that when you become more persistent, it actually getting the problem worse? And then it's better to let go. Okay? I, 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 you know, that I know of a situation where, 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 because people wanted to stop it, it actually, instead of stopping it, it created a tighter bond. Okay? And, uh, and, 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 and I've noticed when, when someone says to me, because someone says, I don't think you should do that, but you know what? Then we stop and speak, come off. Oh, the year thing with you, uh, uh, I'm the past. Sorry, Pope. Because we can be stopping. Because, of course, at the moment we hear it, we have. We are, we are in that process where the devil speaks to Eve and woo, woo, woo. Oh, I can't. And, and, and then they can say, God showed me. Do you know what? The moment people say, God showed me. I, I just say, okay, I can't do anything. If God told you, what can I do? I'm not going to drag him with God. Okay? And, uh, and so, so, but that's where we have to, we, we can warn people. But at the end of the day, whatever decision we make, there's nothing we can do about it. Okay? It's a, I've seen people self-destructing so many times. And, you know, it's not nice to see, but you can't do anything about it. It has to be God. Okay? I don't know about you. I've tried to change people. But I can't. Unfortunately. Okay, you have given up. Okay. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, and then the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and also, and she took off the food off and did eat. That's the mo- for a moment she sinned. Okay, and notice, and the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed thick leaves together and made themselves aprons and so on and so on. Now, notice the moment the devil has got into act, he's gone. He's gone. Have you, it's the same thing when you and I before, you know, like for example, uh, when you want something, something, once you got it and you shouldn't have spent all the money on it, the sensation is gone. Have you, I don't know, don't, that's why I don't ever go to, to shopping when you're hungry. I'm telling you, every time I'm hungry, the devil goes shopping with me. Oh, yeah. Well, the arm is, I come home. <laughs> what do I do? I don't even like this. <laughs> okay, he's gone. No, the devil is not your friend. So don't listen to it. What we have to learn, we have to learn living by the Spirit. 
Meaning, don't listen to your emotions, don't listen to your friends, they betray you. Okay? Don't, move, don't be moved by what you see or what you feel. Be moved by what you believe. Amen? If the devil tells if your emotions, if the devil tells you you're stupid, you're ugly, you're useless, you know, just be honest, it's all lies. Bill Johnson, he said, if it's not good news, it's a lie. Amen? If the devil say, oh, you're going to die, no, you're going to live. Amen? Jesus is not going to say, oh, you No, rejoice. She don't have COVID, does she? Can you a year and a half ago, you heard someone come. <laughs> anyway, but at least women may have a whole bit. You had a year and a half, you didn't need makeup. Good job. Anyway, so, so uh, protection is found in the fellowship. Never ever come to. No, I believe this is a heart and heart. A heart and heart is not a heart that can't hear God, so to speak. A heart and heart, let's say, is someone who makes the voice of God their own. Okay? This is a heart and heart because they already done it. And this is what I told you about. This is the, joke, the mistake of Job. But he turned God into his image. Okay? So anyway, so... Uh, so that's the temptation. Uh, next time we're going to talk about another thing. We're going to talk about this uh, quite a bit. And uh, but always remember, he comes through religion, Christianity, religion. Okay, it's so important. So so always have a discerning heart. And you know what? It's it, it, it's nothing wrong if, to ask advice if you want advice. Mm. Don't, don't ask for confirmation. You know, I sometimes, people come to ask me, I thought it was advice, it was, it was confirmation. So when I said, I don't think that's a good idea. Ah, it's not totally not so bad. You come in the first place. Okay? So, uh, but together, no weapon formed against you can prosper. Okay? And we are one another's protector. Remember what God said to Cain? Where is Abel? And what the case is, I want, I want my father's keeper. Yes, you are. Amen. Because we are a body, and you need to succeed for me to succeed. You need to be blessed so that I can be blessed. Amen. You know that if you hit your little toe, the whole body feels it. Have you noticed? Everything. Everything responds. You even hit the cup at you, like if the cup says, Oh, that thing you hurt. Okay. Anyway. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are faithful and you are good. Thank you, Jesus, that the good work that you have started in each one of us, you will be faithful to complete. Thank you that you have called us to walk from glory to glory, from revelation to revelation. And I thank you, Jesus, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we declare that all things works out for good for those who love you, Lord. We thank you. We do not understand, but we trust you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's do uh, receive the communion. And again, uh, this is how we said that we should remember him.